0: This is A Healthier Michigan Podcast, episode 30. Coming up, we discuss the benefits of hiking and we'll share some hiking tips and offer up a few gems to hike around the state of Michigan. Welcome to A Healthier Michigan Podcast, the podcast dedicated to navigating how we can all improve our health and well-being through some small healthy habits we can start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gadeke. Every other week, we sit down, we'll talk to a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, have other experts with us as well, and do a deep dive into fitness, and we'll cover nutrition, and in this case, breathing in some fresh air and taking in the sights and sounds of nature. And that's what we'll be talking about today as we deal with some great places to hike, enjoy state parks, federal lands, community parks, just gems in your backyard. We're joined by Dan Muncie and Paul Yauch, Uh, Dan is with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan in the wellness department. He's got more than 10 years experience working in the health industry. He's a part of a team now that goes out and visits. He's on the road all the time on behalf of Blue Cross, but he's passionate about a culture of health and well-being in organizations and his own personal well-being. He appreciates being around family, enjoys mountain biking, hiking. He wants to get into cross-country skiing. It's good to have you with us. Thanks, Chuck. Good to be here. You're like a super guy. I mean, I'm just reading the bio. and It's like, I just want to be you when I grow up. It's good to have you here. And Paul Yalke is with us. He's going to help us celebrate a 100th birthday. Not his own, but the 100th anniversary, the centennial, right? In the right. state of Michigan. Right. Is that a
1: centennial of the state park system? The centennial of the state park system. Oh, my 100 years gosh. old. First park we were calling uh, uh, just south of uh, Traverse City. That's okay. Well, when you get to be 100, you know. But anyway, we've got a great system out there, a lot of great parks, we've got something for everybody. And I just love that you put fresh air because that's if you Get out and enjoy that fresh air.
0: Well, and it helps all of us. I want to tell people more about you because you are the state trail coordinator for the state of Michigan and you went to Michigan Tech. So you studied forestry. So you get the whole up north. When we say up north, we mean Mm -hmm. way up north, right? And then Michigan State University, a bachelor of science in landscape architecture, lives in Lansing and enjoys the outdoors and then some. So This is really what we're talking about. Just let's all get moving and get outdoors, and what a better time in life. I know we're celebrating this 100 years, but do you agree? What better time to be able to partake in everything that Michigan
1: has to offer? We're really fortunate here in Michigan. I'll talk about public lands. We've got a great land system. We talked about the centennial with the state park system, but we're fortunate with the state, with the forest land, with the state park land, with the wildlife land, and it's close by.
2: Yeah, I mean, really, it could be right outside your back door, and you don't know it. Absolutely. I mean, even personally, going over to Pontiac Lake or Ball Mountain, there's some great state parks that are in the metro Detroit area that I think we lose track of. We think we got to go all the way up to Houghton or Hancock and visit Copper Harbor or Keweenaw Peninsula, but uh, there's some great things that are just out the corner.
0: So for mere mortals like me, you know, guys who are just, uh, I tinker with this idea. And I have to admit, I'm going in a week or so to meet my brother. We get together, we'll go hike Sleeping Bear Dunes, we'll go hike outside of his place in Tustin. That's a good example of something in your backyard. But for beginners who are thinking about getting out and starting to hike, give us some tips.
2: Because some of us just want to start small and we're just afraid to take the leap. Sure. I think like anything in life, you just got to take that first step. And I think that's why it was great that Paul and me were talking about how it is just taking that first step outdoors. Maybe even just walking your subdivision, finding a local trail nearby, Mm -hmm. because there's so many great opportunities in the area that we might not even know of. And when you start looking, you find some things you didn't even know you might stumble upon. So my brother is in
0: Tustin, south of Cadillac, and he and I were exploring. And I know we'll talk about a few great apps and places we can go online to help us find trails. So we're Googling around, and we find this trail, the Reclaimed Rail Trail, you know, that's from Tustin. And what did you say? That's
1: called the Fred Meyer White
0: Pine Trail. Okay. 92 miles long. We didn't go that far. Yeah. You know, we didn't hike that far. But we went out, and we sort of started to wander and got lost. It was one of the most enjoyable afternoons. And this spot, the starting spot for us anyway, wasn't more than five minutes from his
1: house. And neither one of us knew it existed. You find things like that all around Michigan. And the good thing is, is, You may have something going on at work or at home. Just go out, you know, and go out with a friend, go out with a loved one, kids, grandkids, or your dog, whatever you may, just Mm -hmm. just get out and enjoy it.
0: One of your tips, Dan, too, is uh, use a buddy system. So by default, which is a good default for me, I'm out with my brother, we're enjoying some bonding time together. Why do you recommend that we should be thinking about going out with a buddy?
2: Well, I think if you haven't taken time to hike or spend time outdoors, especially in a while, we're just getting out of a nice Michigan winter, just getting physical activity maybe back under our belt. And it's important to let people know where you are, not only from a safety standpoint, but for your own health. Because Mm -hmm. if you think about it, if you're going out on a long hike now and you've never done it, you might need to even overestimate how far it might take you. If you're thinking about maybe 20 minutes a mile, and if you have a friend that's with you, you have that ability to be like, "Hey, you know what? I might need to take a break. You might need to be sure. able to have that conversation." Just as it's, um, you can get lost in your own head while you're out there and enjoy it. Well, and that's a nice way of overestimating. I have to
0: admit to you, I went out to Mayberry State Park, and I in the day I was running. It's kind of sandy loam soil, you know, with leaves that can get wet, right? And I'm going up and down these little hills, and I hear a pop. It's just me, and it's a tendon in my right foot. Well, I, it took me a minute to get back to the car. And to your point, I never would have thought I should only go running with a buddy, but it sure would have helped that day,
1: right? Yeah. 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 Well, you can enjoy the outdoors with people. You know, it's springtime. Yeah. And early spring, you get the spring peepers out there, and you hear all this noise, and it's these little frogs, and they are a chorus. And there's a lot of things like that out. You know, the butterflies are back. The moths come back. The monarchs are back in my yard now. And then the migratory birds. Yeah. There's a lot of things to see out there, a lot of things to enjoy.
0: And, you know, some of those birds, so you were talking off mic a few minutes ago about a woodpecker, and those are delightful to just kind of, we say people watch. How about we just animal watch, oh, right? that's great. And then when you see some of these open bodies of water, if you're lucky enough to catch a blue heron or a swan coming in for a landing, I mean, you think you're in Jurassic Park for a minute if you're close enough, right?
1: Yeah. And the noises you get out there, the sandhill cranes are back in Michigan. And if you've never heard sandhill cranes, Calling and it sounds like you're right, Jurassic Park because they've got a call that will just curdle you. And it's great, you know. Yeah, you don't hear it back here, but just step out, step out into life, step out into in the the country in the park. You'll hear a lot of things. So
0: for guys like you who do this often, do you feel like it's a when you think of your buddies or you think of your wife or even your family, do you find it to be an obligation that you help us? Take that leap. I mean, do you say to your friends when you call them up, you, you know, hey, let's go together? Are some of them reticent? I'm not trying because- to guilt
2: trip my friends <laughs> into Saturday morning after maybe uh, going out and having a beer or two on Friday yeah. night. That they want to get up and go for a hike. But I'll tell you what, it's a highlight for every weekend for me since I've been doing it. Yeah. I told you, Chuck, that it started as rehabilitation for my knee to just kind of get up and work on my eccentric and concentric movements going up and down these hills. Because you blew Um, out
0: your knee. You shattered your
2: knee in a skiing accident. I did. I did. In a great Michigan place up in Mount Bohemia. But ever since then, it's been an amazing opportunity to not only improve my own health, but then it's the mental health that I've gained by being out in nature. There's Mm -hmm. plenty of research about it, and I'm sure I'll maybe go into it a little bit more in the podcast. But The green space is good, and it can even eliminate mild depression. So it's Mm. important that as you are starting to spend more time in nature to think that it's just as good for you mentally as it is physically.
0: You know, I remember, uh, so for, for those of you listening that aren't as old as I am, you may not remember the name top of mind, President Ronald Reagan. But I remember he said he never felt closer to God than when he was out in nature. I mean, we always saw these images, which I know some are crafted because he's the president, but he was always out chopping wood. He was always out riding a horse. He was always out walking or hiking. And I think back as I was looking at the information and looking at you two guys that were going to join us today, I'm thinking to myself how much
1: healthfulness comes from just getting out. You know, that is a really good point. I'll get calls and they will say, well, I'm going to to Saginaw, or I'm going to whatever town, what park is close by? Yeah, And I'll mention, well, this is close by, and here's what you can do, and here's the opportunities. And you may go out for a walk, and, and uh, you'll see a fox, You know, mm-hmm. a fox with, mm-hmm. with, with its litter. You just see things. It's always a surprise.
0: Yeah. Always yeah. a new day. So, you know, you've talked about this a little bit, Dan, but we'll get to the healthful benefits in a second. You talk about being overprepared. So now, are you carrying a backpack all the time now?
2: Yes. Um, that's part I, of your yes, workout, I take yes, it. Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. The, getting a little extra weight in that pack can help make the weight and the hike a little more challenging. But in that pack, like I said, I might have make sure I have enough water. With bugs coming out, I might have some spray, mm-hmm. um, sunscreen, wearing an extra hat, bringing a towel if I might need it, You know, maybe an extra pair of socks because you might be willing to sweat through those when the heat starts coming. But, yeah, I mean, just being more prepared. I mean, even if you have a, a trail map, I mean, obviously, nowadays with your phone, you can access it with an app. And if you go, there is actually the website for the state parks as well. The DNR has a website that you can check and see what even amenities they have at the parks as well. But, yeah, packing a pack, you know, making sure you have your basics, even maybe a first aid kit just in case you got a Mm -hmm. cut, you want to Mm -hmm. put some neosporin or some alcohol swab on it to clean it out. It doesn't hurt to be prepared. Yeah. And when you got into this, were you always – Obviously,
0: looking even at your background, Paul, where you went to school, were you always intrigued by nature or was this oh, something, yeah.
1: yeah? Yeah, you have to be. You know, and, and uh, the thing is, is you start off slow and you kind of go something that's close by. And then, well, let's, next weekend, let's go a little bit farther. Yeah. Up in the UP, you know, we looked at waterfalls at Tech, you know, down in Southern Michigan. You know what? Let's go over to Lake Michigan. Let's look at some of those dune parks. And I talked about birds and I talked about wildlife. It's completely different once you get in that sand dune area go over on the Sunshine side of the state, and it's different there.
0: Well, and then talk about the urban centers because you just shared a statistic a a minute ago. It blew my mind. Belle Isle
1: State Park is what now in terms of national attendance? It's third in the country. We get over 4 million people that come to Belle Isle. Come on. Wow. And that's huge, over 90% increase in the last few years. But you've got a facility that's in a metro area. You can easily get to it. Yeah, People just really enjoy... You have an active water system. You've got great fishing. And you've got this greenery that, in an urban area, you need that release. You need to just get back out and mm-hmm. walk and see the trees and see the water. And, again, the wildlife and the birding is spectacular.
0: Well, and I uh, i know you were talking about it with me. I've been on a bicycle cycling the Cut. So this idea that you have to be way out in the boonies somewhere to partake in anything we're talking about, no way, because so many times now, whether it's one of these reclaimed Rail trails or otherwise, you can find some great
2: spots to go that are just delightful. Even walking the riverfront, you even just connect the two. Whether you're going from the Dequindre Cut over to Belle Isle, just a beautiful scenery if you haven't had the chance to. And and like we keep saying, it is just in your backyard. You know, you go out your door and you don't even realize that even metro parks that are in the area or city parks, just green space in general. I think that anybody who's taken time to get out in nature you kind of get overwhelmed by this feeling of just Mm -hmm. good. It's definitely different than, you know, being under those fluorescent lights all day, maybe typing at a computer, but spending some time outside, you know, getting that fresh air, kind of maybe helping your body unwind and relax. It's been very helpful for myself, too.
0: So let's try to focus for just a minute on the healthfulness of this, and, and we'll deal with some of the benefits of hiking and, of course, of nature. So when you're talking about hiking... Are you burning more calories than if you're just going for a stroll with the dog? Yes.
2: Yeah, so that's one of the things that I've I've not only you don't have to necessarily have a backpack like me and put some weights in it or just even just going up and down these hills, you can burn up to twenty eight percent more calories going on a hike just because of the challenging trails that you might be on. And hmm. like Paul said, if you're in sand, I oh, don't yeah. try to run in sand. Sand is tough. <laughs> I'll definitely be burning some calories that way. Yeah, um, and then you again, like I was the thing that I brought up about bringing water with you. You're probably going to be sweating a lot more than you're used to while you're out there, and especially as the heat's brighten up. Having an extra pack, a couple of more bottles of water, you'll be thankful by the end of it.
0: Yeah, and Paul, do you have any personal habits, any hacks that you can share with everybody of things you'll take with you or things you do
1: for the healthful reasons? You know what? You better have a good pair of shoes. Yeah, that's the key. Make sure you take care of your feet and your socks. Water have any kind of liquid, Yeah, you know, a hat, something for bug spray, but just getting out, you know, what I like about going to state parks is a lot of times we have volunteers that uh, will be at a state park, and we're going to go out for a walk in the dunes. You want to come along, take advantage of it. Yeah. And the things that you learn that you just kind of overlook, you see something green, well, this is a special wildflower, or you have other different plants and animals, and you go on Lake Michigan and you see sassafras. Well, you don't see that. It's an endless thing. I don't know if I've ever used the word sassafras, much less seen it. you see, just, well, it's, it's yeah, got sassafras <laughs> trees out there. and You know, in the old days, they made drinks out right. of it. You know, they had right. sassafras and they had root beer. And you think, and he goes, well, scratch that bark and smell it. And you go, oh, my goodness. That's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: So do you find in your own personal style of doing things, can you tell that you are finding more healthfulness? Are you feeling you're detaching from the busyness of the world. Your blood pressure's going down. I mean, Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. You get out. Like over the weekend, I was at the Waterloo Recreation Area. 22,000 acres. It's, one, it's our largest state park in southern Michigan. And it's close by to the metro area. And you can literally, you talk about getting lost, but you've got dunes. You've got water. You've got eskers. You've got little pocket lakes. you just got an opportunity. You feel like you're up north, yeah, and you can just get lost in that.
0: And, Dan, is there data
2: that suggests that, indeed, we do see blood pressure go down? It's not just the way we feel, which may be healthy enough, helpful enough. Absolutely. You know, there's um, been studies I've seen that logging cardio in the form of hiking can lower your blood pressure by 10 points. And then even echoing what we were talking about hiking and physical activity, you're training your muscle, right? Your heart is a muscle. Mm -hmm. So the more exercise you're giving, I mean, think about all the different ailments and diseases that you can prevent just by spending time with more physical activity. I'm talking heart disease, diabetes, things that are you know, yeah. plaguing most Americans. Well, and just being obese to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just talk about this idea that
0: while you may not be doing it for weight loss, the notion that if you do anything with consistency, you're getting out there and you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself, and the benefit is that you're getting healthier physically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's
1: the bonus of bonuses, you know. You know what I see is some people are, are almost scared But start slow. We talk about your own front door. Yeah. Start at your steps and then walk to the corner, walk to the mailbox, walk somewhere, and then build on that. So start small and then go out and then get your friend. Well, let's go to the county park. Well, you know what? I've got a rec passport on the back of my car. Mm -hmm. We'll go out to a state park. And
2: just take advantage of those opportunities. And I'd like to echo that, Paul, because that was a great opportunity, great opportunity that I had with my friends. You know, as I started doing this for my own self, just finding time to get out in nature, rehab my knee, just finding different ways to exercise. And now I have a group of friends that we might get together on the weekend and actually drive, you know, drive somewhere different. We were up in hike the Petoskey State Park the other weekend, and it was beautiful. You don't really realize what's available in our state and how lucky we are until you look at a map and maybe you just Google hikes by me, trails by me, parks by me, and it's just overwhelming what we have available to us. And
0: when you're out walking with your buddies, you were saying earlier that you
2: actually start sharing uh, things about life. Yeah, absolutely. I think in a lot of ways, you know, I think my hike started for my physical well-being and now it's more my mental well-being. So this Hmm. whole, like, well-being mindset of, Thinking that I'm sharing some personal stories with my friends that Mm -hmm. I, I might have trouble like just working through with my girlfriend or things that I'm just worried about in the future for job. And it's just been amazing to have that those companionship out on the trail. And obviously we've shared some funny stories too, but it's, uh, it's something that I feel like I wouldn't get um, nowadays being able to connect with my friends like that, undistracted in nature.
0: And isn't it funny how in today's world we hear a version of this phrase, you know, let's be in the moment. Be in mm-hmm. the moment with your spouse, be in the moment with your God, be in the moment with your friends and with you guys here right now. But when you're out in nature... You're yeah. in the moment if you've got friends
1: with you, if you're lucky enough, you've gone out. And if even if you're by yourself, right. talk about being in the moment. You know what it's, what's funny is, is people call me and say, well, I'm going to be in this part of the state. And I say, well, what do you like? And I'll say, uh, do you like ghost towns? Do you like uh, history? Do you like all of this heritage? And there's just so many things to look at. And if you look at our rail trails, there are a lot of old ghost towns. There's a lot of... Why did this trail come through, or why did this railroad grade came through here? Well, there was something that was important. Calhaven Trail is a great example because of the mint. And where does and that run? Tell that us. goes from Kalamazoo to South Haven. Okay. And you go through the old mint fields, and if you knew a guy by the name of Wrigley who invented chewing gum, it came from those mint farms in southern Michigan. No kidding. And you find, yeah. you just find, just there's just story after story, and then some of these little ghost towns where you see a couple of... Uh, pieces of equipment or a foundation, and, you know, 100 years ago, well, this is a thriving little community. So there's, yeah. just, there's just avenues for different people who have different wants and likes, but it gets you out there thinking. Then you get to the community and you stop at a store, and there's just great stories. Everybody's got a great story to tell, and just get out and enjoy it.
0: But doesn't that help us with the idea of uh, we're looking for all these things, and for some people it may just be a pill. They're just trying to figure out how to de-stress their lives. And here it is. Whether it's rain or shine or snow or uh, it's the heat of summer, we've got the ability to just really get out. What were you going to say? Were you going to? Oh yeah, I just
2: wanted to echo that. I mean, I think you guys have brought up great points so far that make my job easy, right? I'm here talking (laughs) about the health benefits, and you guys are bringing them up for me. But I mean, just getting out. You're talking about less stress. You know, your body's going to produce less of the stress hormone. You're going to lower your blood pressure and your heart rate is going to be lower than technically if you were in the hustle and bustle of a city. Mm. Studies have shown that being in nature is going to have those kinds of effects on your body. And I think, again, it's something you don't know until you live it. Just that, like, I, I can't tell you, like that first time you finally get out into nature, you're immersed in it and you just you feel something come over you. And I, and I, I don't know what it is, but I, I really enjoy it. And, you know,
0: I I think about this idea of stress. And, you know, there's good stress and bad stress. And listening to you guys describe your own experiences and hearkening back to mine, when you talk to your friends, they tend to bring up a story of something that was maybe a little more dramatic than a typical hike. But if I were to see foxes, if I were to see a fox and baby fox cross my path, there may be a little stress involved in me like, well, what do I do now? I mean, I better just stop. But that's probably the story that I'm now going to share oh, sure. with everybody. Sure. And they'll say, sure. really? Gee, where were you?
1: And that gives us an opportunity to, oh, yeah. to to really be evangelists for this idea. Come out with us, right? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. We did see that. We actually, it was up in Tawas. And first you see the pups. And they're rolling around, and you're thinking, they're having a great time. And I'm sitting back there, we're getting our camera out. Well, where's mom? And we got a little bit closer. Mom is over here on the side. Yeah. She has got her eye on it, you know. <laughs> She's got her eye on things. And you just see things like that and you do. You remember that? We get back with these friends and that's the first thing we talk about. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And isn't that good for our mental health too that we're having these experiences and we're able
2: to share? You know, even if it's not while you're on the hiking trail, maybe it is over a beer with your buddies. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you <true>. know. <laughs> I mean, I think that there's obviously an opportunity to engage with your friends and family by getting out on the trail. And I also think it helps with your outlook on life. I know that it, for me personally, it's had a positive impact and I did a little digging and it shows that spending time outside in nature, your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain associated with negative thoughts becomes less active. So literally you could be more positive by spending time in nature. That's wild. It really is.
0: So we hear these numbers and you were sharing some earlier, but blow our minds with this idea. When you talk about all these trails and places they connect you're talking about tens of thousands of miles. Our
1: state-dedicated system is 12,000, actually now 12,600 miles mm. of state-dedicated trails. And that's the, that's the network, that's kind of the web. But then you have the county parks and the regional parks and the city parks, so everything kind of, mm-hmm. kind of weaves together. But you have this foundation that you go from city to city, let's say from Jackson to, to Kalamazoo or from Jackson to Ann Arbor down here, then mm-hmm. from Ann Arbor on to Oakland County to Port Huron, then into Detroit. Detroit has a phenomenal system.
0: And you've got things like the slow roll in Detroit, the which started
1: rolls. with Fabulous. my buddy Jason,
0: who, he, you know, he had Fabulous. this idea and I watched it. I just watched it come out and about and watch people coming to downtown on purpose yeah. to just ride their bikes slowly and take in neighborhoods and hear people tell them stories from their porches. I mean, it's a great yeah. idea,
2: yeah. you know. So, Dan, when you think of any personal places you've been, are there are there standouts for you? Yeah, I'm, I grew up in Rochester, and uh, whether that was—Ball Mountain was right in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great state park, and there's actually two locations, and there's a gun range, so if right. you're feeling like shooting some clay pigeons while you're out there, you have the opportunity maybe to do that yourself, but Ball Mountain was uh, something that I not only was able to do when I was younger— but it's something I take time to get back to. They have great hiking and mountain bike trails. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the winter, if you feel like snowshoeing or cross-country skiing. But recently, I've been doing a lot over at Pontiac Lake. They've got a huge system with the equestrian trails, the mountain bike trails, and the hiking trail. And it's something that, like I said, it's it's close to me i live up in waterford right now it's less than 20 minutes from my house mm-hmm. and i was even talking to you, chuck that i even want to make it up to highland just maybe another yeah, 20 minutes right. further than that so there's state parks that are all around us and those were just probably some of my hidden gems that i've been going to lately and
0: you know you were talking about preparing uh half the time i've gone out walking i'm taking one of the dogs or i guess they're kind of taking me for a walk, <laughs> walk at the beginning. And I sometimes I forget I'll, I'll have water, so I'm using my hand. I can easily have a fold up bowl. I mean, if you're taking your buddies sure. with you, you oh, got to yeah, remember yeah, that,
1: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Take care of your buddies. Do you have a favorite that jumps out? Even going well, back to your, you know what? When I was days? a kid, my dad would go mushroom hunting at Waterloo Recreation Area. You mean morels? Morel? Yeah. Yes, yes. So we'd go out as a kid and we'd get our stick and we'd kind of poke around for mushrooms. So that was when I was a little boy. Twenty one thousand acres there. Pinckney Recreation Area is right next to it. That's another 11,000 acres. So over 30,000 acres in public land. And then when, when we had kids, moved to Lansing and we go to Lake Michigan. Uh, Hoffmaster State Park was always a gem. You've got a nature area there. The Gillette Nature Center is there. That's my gem over there. Are you ever inside a house? I mean, do you ever? Gosh, I'm in building too <laughs> much. <Marsh. laughs> <laughs> you want to be out more? I need to be out more. Yeah. You know, you get a job like this and you spend
0: a lot of time inside. So we're able to find so many resources in today's world to help us understand the fitness of this, the healthfulness. But when you're looking for places to go,
2: how are you finding places, Dan? Well, one, I think word of mouth, too. I mean, we were just chatting with us before, and we were all talking about different hikes that we've gone on to and things I never even thought about Mm -hmm. doing. But then, you know, not only does the DNR have its own website, but there's this app that I've used called All Trails. It's free, obviously, like most free apps. You have to pay for certain upgrades, but um, you can even just spend time even just getting on Google. You know, look at Google, your town, your trail, things that are close to you, and as long as your location's in there, it's going to pull it up for I you.
0: Now, I've checked out all these websites, and I looked at All Trails, and let's start there. I looked at it on a laptop, so it wasn't fair. It wasn't on my phone yet. When I look at it, I'm able to type in all kinds of coordinates, right? Mm -hmm. But if I were to upgrade, it will actually track how far you've gone, it will let you know what's along the trail, right? So it gets pretty sophisticated. Yeah,
2: I think that if that adds to your experience, it's worth it, right? Yeah. And it, for some of us, it is that first step, right? It's just taking it, getting outside your door. As much as I want to sit here and preach and probably talk about my favorite hike up in Copper <laughs> Harbor and get everybody to drive to the tip of the Keweenaw, I don't think that's for everybody. And I think if it is, that's awesome. But if not, like let's look at what's local. And if it is a slow roll, riding some bikes with your friends in a neighborhood or... You know, taking the Paint Creek Trail, I mean, there's some great mm-hmm. trailheads in mm-hmm. our area in Metro Detroit that I've been able to experience, and that's what I like talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, you mentioned going up to the Keweenaw, but getting
1: up there, in Marquette, you've got the Iron Ore Heritage Trail. Phenomenal mm-hmm. heritage of our mining industry, of our steel mining and there's just opportunities like that all over.
0: And, you know, when we say the word adventure, we sometimes think we've got to go to some far reach of some corner. You know, we've got to go to, don't. oh, my gosh. No, you don't. And you can also do a hybrid, right? I mean, you with with the way the system is laid out, you can hike to a spot that does a canoe rental or a
1: kayak rental, have fun that way, and then sure, hike your way sure. back, right? That's right. You don't have to have some of this equipment you can rent. Right. You go to Traverse City, and then you can rent thousands of bikes, you know, that take the, the tar trail. And the Leelanau Trail, and a lot of communities are doing that. Even downtown Detroit, you can come in and rent a bike, and you can right. you can bike the entire water watershed, mm-hmm. or, or the entire river course right there from bridge to bridge. It's just, it's beautiful.
0: I know we have focused uh, intently, and I want to get to these apps again in a minute, ways for us to find the trails on the healthfulness, but let's be fair. I go to hike with my brother, and he knows a spot uh, up near somewhere near Sleeping Bear Dunes where we can get the best chicken. And somebody else is going to know where they can get the best wine in the Leland sure, right? Sure. So it's okay for us to also plan some of our oh, trips sure. that, well, we've worked off the calories. We feel
1: great. There's a way to connect with our friends and our loved ones as well over a nice meal or something. You know, we, we, I talked about every community has a story, and they've got a great history to tell. Take advantage of it, you know. Go into town. What made this little community great? And that's part of the trip. The journey is part of the whole thing and getting there. And, yeah. Uh, and then get out some exercise
2: and see great views that you usually don't see. Well, Chuck, I did a little planning myself. So when we were up in Petoskey, it was, you know, saying, well, I'm not going to bring my bike up there. But then I knew I could rent a bike. And then sure. I finally got to take that bike ride, take it from Petoskey all the way up to Charlevoix and back. And it was such a beautiful trip. And I would say it was raining. So could probably say it's important to pack accordingly as long as you're Dressed appropriately, the weather doesn't bother you. But um, I mean, obviously, I wish it was 85 and sunny, but <laughs> yeah. it didn't turn us away from getting out and seeing beautiful Lake Michigan rolling but when in. When
0: you say in Michigan, you've gone from Petoskey to Harbor Springs, all the way up to Charlo- you know Charlevoix. Mm-hmm. When you're saying that out loud, and the visions of the places you could go, even though it was raining, did you stop at a place for Absolutely. lunch? Did you go? Did you get a little fudge? I mean, what? A well, little you got
2: to look, look for Petoskey stone <laughs> right. too while you're at it. <laughs> right. You know, do some skipping on the water while you're cruising by and. Absolutely. The fudge up north is, it's, it's a hidden gem in Michigan. Yeah. Well,
1: Dan, I got a question for you. Did you stop at, at the Odin Fish Hatchery?
2: I didn't. See, I oh, messed up. Oh,
1: Dan. <laughs> Everybody should stop at the fish hatchery. Why? It's fabulous. Because, first of all, the department, you know, we raise fish for Lake Michigan and trout and for streams, and you get an active fish hatchery there. When you get on site, you go on, there's a little creek, and they've got a little glass window on the side of the creek, and there's going to be brook trout in there. Come on. But it's great. I mean, I can't believe that it's just outside of Petoskey. It's just north of town, and it's fabulous.
0: But, you know, you can spend hours. I was with my grandson and my granddaughter and my wife and our family, and we spent hours looking for the right, not for a Petoskey stone, for the right seven-year-old and four-year-old version of a Petoskey stone. And once we found it, and it took hours, it was a
1: perfect day. And time just goes away, and it's okay that it goes away. And it's a simple pleasure, you know? And again... I'm going to go back to the state parks. We're fortunate to have this, these great land masses that you can get out to. And it's not just in one part of the state. It's all over. It's on the east side. It's on the west side. It's in the middle of the state. So go out and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's your resources to use.
0: And from the standpoint of the Department of Natural Resources in Michigan, tell us about the resources that you've got. What, what is the DNR trail map?
1: Well, we have a trail map that's online, and that talks about, let's say you're an equestrian. We have our equestrian trails. Mm. Our uh, mountain bike system, and a lot of that's on state and federal land, any kind of opportunity that you want to do from walking to mountain biking to hiking, it's out online and and it's an opportunity for you to use.
0: So as we start to wrap things up, do you see a particular point that you want to bring up, Dan, of something that we should all be focused on here?
2: yeah, if I can, I could just maybe highlight a couple tips. Sure. Um, I think we, we all talked about a few things that we like to do ourselves. Um, I think it's important to start small. I think, like we said, just take that first initial step out the door and realize that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a huge hike. Find what you enjoy. Maybe find an area you haven't even been to. Maybe that's an opportunity. Um, and then from there, you got to prepare for the worst. Like I talked about, maybe having a poncho with you in case yeah, it starts yeah. to rain making sure you wear the right shoes, bring in an extra pair of socks, you know, and if you fall, it doesn't hurt to have a first aid kit with you. And we talk about the buddy system. It's important when you're out there to let people know you're hiking. We talked about, Chuck, that you might even have sprained an ankle and it took you a little bit longer to get back. But if you had a buddy there, maybe you have somebody to help shoulder the load or help if it was worse that you have somebody that can make the phone call for you and get the help that yeah. you need. And then obviously I talked about overestimating your time. I think that's very important. I think that we can see a trail and think that it's paved and it's going to be fine but once it starts getting windy and you're going up and down hills it can be challenging so it's important to maybe give yourself more than enough time to be out there and enjoy the hike or the bike and then lastly um, i think it's just important for me to continue to do what paul did in the beginning is highlight our state resources Um, i talked about state parks whether like i said it was ball mountain or Pontiac Lake or Highland, but that's just what's around me in my area, and that's what I know. But I would just encourage everybody else to get to the DNR website and plug that in and see what's available in there. You know, and
0: you raise this idea of making sure that we're safe when we're out there. Breadcrumbs, leaving some breadcrumbs. I mean, if I'm going to leave the house, it's probably helpful if I, not only out of courtesy, say, honey, just so you know where I am. But if you've got kids, especially teenage kids, and they're going out, you need to let them know. Let us know where you're going because, uh, you know, it's me, it's Dad. I don't want to have to become Liam Neeson and come in for you, but if I have to, you know, I need to know where you are, right? So happy 100th birthday <laughs> Thank you. to our state Thank park you. system. Thank you.
1: And uh, what, big plans. Are we? Should we be looking for you anything know what special? You you need to do? There's going to be events all over the state. So okay. go out and enjoy it. See how many state parks you can see this year. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on out and check it out. You don't you don't pop out of a cake or anything. I mean no, there's nothing no, no, like no, that. No. We have yeah. smoky bear out there. We've got a lot of things, but <laughs> yeah. I don't pop out of the cake. Yeah. But, but do go out and enjoy the natural resources and come back in a year and say, Hey, I've you know, I've I've looked at uh, sixty state parks this year. What a great idea. Well, good to meet you.
0: Thanks for being with us, Paul. Dan, good to see you, too. Be safe as you're venturing out. And I hope you get a takeaway from this episode of our podcast, because we really are talking about getting out, enjoying the state, no matter the season, no matter the weather, the day you look out the window, because you can go anytime you want to. Thanks for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show, you can check it out at ahealthiermichigan.org slash podcast. And we will also be linking or placing the links we talked about, the DNR trail map and the All Trails app for you. So you'll be able to find those as well and you can forward them to friends. Uh, and loved ones when you're trying to make your plans for the weekend or beyond. And don't forget, you can always leave a review or a rating on iTunes or Stitcher. To get new episodes on your smartphone or tablet, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and there are a few other ways, too, your favorite podcast app. Get out, take a hike. I'm Chuck Gatica. Thanks for joining